The Mommy Wines Podcast is a Mommy Wines Network and Emma and Carly production. Brought to you by Anchor and Coffee Over Cardio. Have you tried Coffee Over Cardio yet? If not, I don't think we can be friends. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, if you haven't tried it, I don't know what you're waiting for. I have been seeing reviews blowing up all over my social media feed. Roasted to order, for females, by females, 100% Arabica coffee. Win, win, win. Not only will you find the most adorable packages of coffee when you click the link below, but they have tumblers ideal for girls on the go, espresso fit member only exclusive workouts that you can do from anywhere, and a cozy clothing line ideal for a basic bee like me. With fresh roasted flavors like messy bun and birthday cake, this is a coffee lover's dream come true. Go ahead and click the link to check out Coffee Over Cardio today. And don't forget to use coupon code 10 Don. So she said what? She said, hmm, I've been listening to the Mommy Wines podcast. I love what you contribute. I love how fun and spunky your personality is. And I find myself looking forward to the new episode each week at work because you guys just cracked me up. Aww. That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I love when we get feedback about our podcast. Well, it's funny because I didn't even, I don't know how she, because I'm a shitty person. And you never promote our podcast. I haven't, not one time. Yeah. Not once. You're, you're an asshole. But somehow it's working. <laughs> Me not doing anything works. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, you have it to obviously help. does because how did she hear it? She says she reached out to me on Facebook. Maybe she was a listener before. Well, there you go. I did my part. No, you didn't. Well, you need to help. I don't want you to help. I've been so fucking busy. You want to talk about fucking busy? Yeah. I'm busy, too. I'm also busy. I'm also busy. We're both busy. I <sighs> was so hungry. That reheated pizza was good. You happy? You happy now? Better. Okay. Now I need a drink. You're like, you want some coffee? I made coffee. Over cardio? Yeah. I mixed workflow. Do you think they call it coffee over cardio because it makes you poop and so you don't have to work out? I hope so. <laughs> I still need right. to work out though. I don't. I just ate pizza. Yeah. Well, just, but now I'm going to drink just, some coffee and poop it all out. Well, just rub in how perfect you are. I'm just going to drink coffee and poo. I'll also have a blue moon too. A blue moon? Or would you like some variety pack of Smirnoff ice inspired no. by your mother? I'm not, first of all, I'm not a little bitch. <laughs> okay, that's another thing that we need to talk about because the story behind that Smirnoff ice is my mom's a lush beyond no i love your mom she's she calls herself a slush she's my spirit animal do you know what a slush is yeah like a like a sloppy drunk i was gonna say a slutty one slutty drunk you just called your mom a slutty drunk 
She calls herself fat. Well, good for her. She's just living her best life, you know? I'm Is she, though? I'm team Carly's mom, for sure. I forget her name. Janelle. Janelle? Yeah. Oh, my God, I love that name. Try to spell it. J-E-N. <laughs> Is it Janelle? Like G-J-A-N? Wrong. Right, keep we're not, trying. We're not no, going to waste keep all... Keep trying. J-I? Wrong. J-Y? Wrong. <laughs> G? Yes. You're what? getting somewhere. Keep going. G-E? Yes. N? Yes. A? No. E? No. I? Yes. L? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Janelle, but okay. it's spelled... Janiel. Wow. G-E-N-I-E-L. Is she from Utah? Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. a thing with, like, funky names. Like, well, you can't I just... just my grandma was a drunk. You can't just, you know, name your kid. you got to name your kid and then spell I went, it I went to, to the set place. them up for failure. No, did I tell you about the kid that had a birthday party at the uh, Obstacle Warrior place the other day? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> How was that? Oh, it was great. I'll have to show you this video of Ida. She's just the most aggressive kid. (laughs) But there's like a thing that said like, party room reserved for Holter. Holter? Holter. Like a Holter top? Or a holster without the S? Holter top. I I read that and went, uh... Uh, Holter, come again, Holter, Holter, honey, Holter. It's growing on me. No, it's not. However, I feel so bad for all of these Utah kids who want to go to like Sea World and get one of those keychains. Oh fuck! It's never Utah go- should have its, it's own store. It's never going to happen <gasps> for them. We could do it. We could make one, and we'll just we'll just put like what we'll do is we'll do like a name generator where we just put in like. You know, like, okay, Mackenzie. That's a name that they like to change up a lot. Oh. McKinley. Mc, Mc, Mc. Anytime there's an I or an E, it's a Y. That's an true. S becomes a Z. Yes, Zs. All the time. Lots of Zs. Maybe an X for a Z sound. Oh, yeah. Mackenzie would be X-I-E. It's ridiculous. You know, it's just setting these kids up for failure. When they are trying to, like, learn how to spell their name... The teacher's going to be like, well, sorry, Hunter, with a I-E-R and a whatever. Like, it's going to be, or a Y. I feel like, I feel like but then, they're, they're just going to start naming them, like, Roman numerals soon. <laughs> it's just going to be. But then it's like, okay, so when you go to work and, you know, you sit at your desk and you get a little name tag, right? The girl next to me is from here, and her name is Kelsey relatively easy yeah you why would not? think no her name tag was spelt wrong for the first three weeks i worked at key bank why because it's spelled weird and nobody would know how to say her name and like and then they came over and changed it after they got it right yeah so how was it spelled i don't know but i, I remember mean... them coming over and like changing it and they put her middle name in twice, so it was like showing up in the computer system. Kelsey Ray Ray. Hey. Ray Ray. Kelsey Ray Ray. <laughs> hey, hey. I used to love it when I would order uh, titles, and she was the, 
like mm. person on my loan and I would send this email to the title company and I'd be like, please send all of your communications to Kelsey Ray Ray. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, Ray Ray. Hey, is this cinnamon? It's messy bun, yeah. Messy bun. I was trying to figure out, I'm like, I did not put cinnamon in this, but this is good. It's so good. So I've mixed half, uh, like two thirds of the workflow, which is 25% more caffeinated. And it's a dark roast. I'm not mad about it because I'm hungover. It's a, it's a dark roast. And then I put like a third of the cinnamon. I like bun. it. I think you did a good ratio. Bam. Cheers. Do you have ice in yours? Mm-hmm. And I got another one of these. I actually got it for you, but <laughs> well, I've already used it. <laughs> hey, listen. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. I don't use those. Well, this is the other one is a matte black. I just don't use tumblers. With gold. It's cute, but I just don't it's use them. It's way cute. Okay, good, because I already used it, and I fell in love with it. So. Yeah, I just don't use tumblers. Like, I don't drink well, out Well, I of, got it for free. I feel like nothing ever gets clean enough. Oh, they get clean. I know, but I just have, like, an aversion to using cups. And it has a titanium straw, so See, it's good I hate for the straws. environment. I hate straws. Well, it has, like, a, a spout. No, it's, yeah, I know. But I just feel like anyway, I love it. It stuff gets stuck in the things and it never gets clean. And it grosses me out. I just don't like it. I have I'm a pink fucking and black snob. Now. Okay, true story. Just kidding. My friend. Oh, <laughs> thanks, shy. God, such a shy comment. God, uh, I'm such a snob. Oh my god, right? <laughs> Fuck you. I'm joking. God, no! My friend last night we went we went out to the uh, what do you call it? Uh, we went salsa dancing. Ooh. I had to put on a flouncy top. I have a super cute top that would have been great for salsa dancing if I would have gotten. Did it had invite. fringe? It did. <gasps> it was and it has fringy. a nice little cold shoulder. Oh, see, mine was off the shoulder, blue flouncy. Ooh. I know it was so it was fun, but that was the worst. Ever. So here's the deal. My friend, she goes, you want to go salsa dancing? And I said, well, I actually do better eating salsa, but um, <laughs> we could try dancing. Yeah. I have no idea how to dance. I can't dance to save my life. If I was in a life-saving dance battle, I would just lay down on the ground. I can't do it. anything other than like Latin style dances. And I was actually... Why is it? Because all you have to do is this. Well, when I was in Las Vegas, a couple of the co-workers that I worked with... Ooh, look at you, girl. Am I doing a good job? Yeah. Those hips don't lie. <laughs> Shakira, Shakira! Ray Ray! They, they <laughs> just double, you just double, double say anything, and Ray it's Ray. cool. Shakira, Shakira! <laughs> um, but yeah, they like signed me up because they... One of my coworkers had a another dance partner, like a real dance partner. Uh-huh. And then I guess that fell through. So they like signed me up and just came to work and was like, Hey, <laughs> you're gonna be my partner. Okay. So yeah. And so we you just to, are good at it. Well, we so went my to friends La Jolla like off Tropicana. Where? La Jolla off oh. Trap. Mm. Never went to that one. You would. I've been it's to like a, a lot. Like I've been to a lot of hole in the walls in Vegas. <laughs> Not that one though. But she goes, we're gonna go salsa dancing. I said, where? And she goes, probably Carumbas. It's the only place I know on the east side. And I'm like, you are such a fucking snob. What is that? Racist little bitch. Not <gasps> racist, but like high. She's like on the east side. 
like uh okay so it was but it was an actually authentic authentic spanish real deal yeah but here's my confusion with the place okay first of all i was under the impression that strobe lights and fog machines went out in the early 2000s. Oh, no. Bring them back. Flare okay. pants are coming back. I'm so excited. I have seen the bell bottoms. Saw that. So excited. I just got rid of all of my old ones. I know. Um, okay, so I'm like a little bit confused about the fog machines and the strobe lights. I thought I was going to have a seizure <laughs> the whole time. What are you, narcoleptic I, or something? Probably. You just I was, found this out? <laughs> I was feeling very strange in there. And then I realized that it's because they actually don't turn on the air at all. Was it hot? It felt like I was actually in Mexico. Ooh. It was like very oddly authentic. And there was a bunch of like Spanish here. poppies around. Were they sexy? Nope. But no. there was a lot of them and they were all around and there was people dancing and the music was going and I danced for about 10 minutes and then I thought, well, I'm actually going to pass out because do we, what do we breathe out? Carbon dioxide? dioxide? Yeah. That's exactly what I was breathing in. Mm. There was l- no fucking air. There was no air in this place. There was no air. I, if you... Isn't that a song? If No it, air? There. Oh. Um, I'm gonna breathe the no air. <laughs> that song? Is that the one you're thinking about? <laughs> Insert song here, hopefully. If I can find it. Jordan Sparks. No air, no air. Chris Be- Brown? Beautiful. Jordan Sparks? Chris Brown. I don't know. Didn't I he, think so. Yeah, didn't he, he beat the shit out of Rihanna? Maybe. Facts. <laughs> anyway, so there was no fucking air in the place, and I got lightheaded as fuck. Like, I, and I'm short. There's a lot of movement, a lot of sweaty bodies. A lot bodies. of movement. Didn't smell great in there. Probably not, no. Didn't smell great. Couldn't breathe. Music was way too loud, like, when your ears are ringing after a concert mm-hmm. and I came out and everything was a little bit like I had ear earmuffs on. Um, not very enjoyable. Not the I best night. I love when night. you leave like, like a high music place like that, like a Latin club or like a mm-hmm. techno or something, you know, and you feel like you're still in that loud thing. So you're walking down the street just like screaming Yelling at each really other. loud, yeah. Because <laughs> your ears are broken because you've just busted out an eardrum. Right. Now, here's the other thing that I, like if somebody that has some sort of say or pulling carambas, I would say if you're going to charge $10 for a beer, pay for the air to be pumped through the place. Like, you can afford the air. $10 a head, too. They tried to make us pay. So we had like six girls with us. Six freaking girls. A few of them were really hot, too. Like, they were wearing, like, hot little short dresses and shit. Like, I wore flats and these jeans and a flouncy top. Um, And they were, like, looking so good. And I'm like, well, I'm confused. Oh, shoot. Um, I'm confused at why you guys are charging $10 a head for women, number one, at yeah, a bar. girls are normally free. free. They're like, if you come in at, what did he say? If you come in before half 10 or something like that, 10 and a half is what he said. And I was like, before 1030? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Well, 
we're not paying $10. It's $60 for us to get in there? No. We're like, uh, we'll just, I mean, we can pay $60 for an Uber ride somewhere else and get in free, right? So we were leaving and they're like, no, come back, come back, come back. And they let us in for free. And that was the only reason. And I would have been so freaking pissed if I had to pay to be in there and pass out. But <laughs> so here's my thing. Don't charge a cover for women, number one. Number two, if you charge $10 for a beer, don't, you you should pay for air. Three, um, I feel like the music was slightly too loud, right? Mm-hmm. And I forgot the fourth one, but it was really important. Um, Clearly. It was really important. <laughs> I just know I'm never going to go back there. Oh, number four, the most important point. Get a mechanical bull. <laughs> That's, then, then we're, then we have, then we have a destination to Ooh. go to. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, who wants to, well, in Vegas you know there's I a place love? that they have a, it, theirs is a rooster. It's a mechanical rooster, so wow. you have to ride the cock. Oh. Get it? Yeah. I know. I love a good mechanical bull. I love it too. I love it so much. I love, I really love like, like honky tonk style bars, like country bars. I do not like those at all, but I love a mechanical bull at like a, at like a dumpy Spanish cuisine spot. That's what I'm into. I don't think I've ever ridden a mechanical bull at like a Latin bar. Mm. In Vegas on, um, at the link. On that street, there's yeah. like a really great little taco bar, and they have a mechanical bull, and they have over like 500 tequilas what? on their menu. I know. How is there even 500 I tequilas? Probably just make them on their own, and I don't know, use different spit to flavor them. Ugh. I'm not sure. We should go to Vegas and do like, see if oh we can God. get a bunch of Do you think we'd make it out alive? There. No. We'll probably die. Mm. We're not... We're not as young as we once were. That's a fact. <laughs> the last time I was in Vegas, I was pregnant with Ida. Oh, God. Really? Hugely pregnant with Ida. Because my sister had come in town from England. Oh, so my right, whole family right. drove down to Vegas. Because when you're six hours away from your sibling that you never get to see, you just drive down there and go see yeah. them. So I was hugely pregnant. This was in, like, June. And Ugh. I had my baby end of July, right? And so I was, like, eight months pregnant, like, legit pregnant. And we go out, and we're like, I'm so tired, and I'm just, like, a hot mess, and I had had heels on while I'm pregnant, and I'm like, fuck this. So I put on, like, flip-flops. I'm walking around in, like, this little cute dress and flip-flops, and then the wind blows, and my eyelash blew off. Oh, my God. And I said, I think it's time for me to retire for the evening. <laughs> so I just went to bed at, like, 1030, because my ass... Yeah, when your eyelash blows off, I think it's, it's time to end it. It's time to call it call it a night. I was like, oh. Oh, my God. I could feel it. I could feel the wind blowing. It was flapping up, hitting me in my in my forehead, and I was going, oh, that's weird. And then, whoo. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, I had a little shadow on this eye, and this one was just not good. Anyway, yeah. so let's talk about, let's get down to it. That was quite the intro. Yeah. We've already done our sipper spill coffee over cardio. Good. Really yeah. good to mix them. The cinnamon is not bad. It's good, right? I, it is good. I like it. 
Should we get into confessions? Do you want me to confess? I'll, I'll confess. I feel like I just confessed about going to this Latin club last night. <laughs> I didn't confess. My I hips actually, couldn't lie. I think my confession this week is going to be that I quit my job. Mm. Yes, you did. I quit. Couldn't Corporate hang. life. Do you want to see how cute my toes look? They're not cute. No, they need some um, love. That was the worst job I've ever had. I was so miserable. I can't do corporate. It I was... get sad. I went to the bank the other day just to work out like some some bank issues. And I walked in there and felt like I was at church, number one. <laughs> it's like, doesn't corporate feel like church a little bit? Like you like don't want to be there, but you have to be. Yeah. Um, and it's like sunny outside, but like you can't tell because they won't let you out. <laughs> It's like prison. And so... It was awful. Yeah, I walked in there and I thought, this is fine because I'm just coming in here to talk to you about it. But, like, I looked around at the people working there and I thought, you work here every fucking day. Day in, day out. Were they just soulless? Well, she was like a nice girl. You're looking into, like, an empty vessel? I think it just was... It was, like, sad. I think you have to be... To have a job like that, you have to be compensated... Very, very, very fairly in order to, um, to like put up with like like your your living situation needs to be that you either really enjoy your job, or that you don't have one because that's enjoyable, or that you get paid so much that you can put up with sucky shit. It was, but you had like none of those things. Were I, I couldn't do it. It was awful. Not only was the commute starting to get to me, and in the beginning I thought, oh, it's fine. Mm-mm. You know, it's just you a can little see drive. why I literally hate driving. And it was awful. First of all, driving downtown every single day was an obstacle. Mm-hmm. I would, like, just cross my fingers and then, like, be so happy when I pulled into the parking I'll garage. I'll bet you could drive with your eyes closed and have a better chance of not getting in a car accident than some of these people. Yeah. It's it's terrifying. Well, they are. It's aggressive out there. Yeah, let well, me tell you. Know. It's aggressive. You gotta work for what you want. And then <sighs> I get to work and it's this passive aggressive freaking micromanaged atmosphere that made me very uncomfortable mm-hmm. like I walked into my job every single day feeling like the biggest idiot to ever walk the planet and it was like I don't well know. you know what you brought- they're the idiots because they're the ones that hired you <laughs> well you brought it up to me once you're like are you okay you seem like not as happy Definitely. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'm, you know, fine. I'm just a fucking retard, apparently. Well, yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> like, uh, it was it was awful. And then, but I, I didn't just quit my job randomly. I'm actually starting a new position in, a, in an industry that I want to be in with a company that's a little, um, it's a little smaller. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not as many... You know, restrictions. I'm it's gonna be not able... nationwide. Yeah. So there isn't going to be... Nationwide is on your side. <laughs> no, but I'm excited. 
I think that, like I said, I'm not going to lie. When you called me, I remember where I was. I was at Home Depot buying plants, and you told me, I was looking at pots, and you told me about the conversation with the lady about how she asked you how you're doing, and then you just told a random story, and then she called you in later and, like, reprimanded you for it. Oh, yeah. And when you said that, I was like, I'd be careful with this lady. She's going to have it out for you. Like, literally, like, I could tell right then and there when you said that that I was like... This is not going to last. She's going to, like, make it miserable for you. It was awful. I was literally told to keep my head down and my mouth shut because I'm not from Utah, and I just need to suck it up and keep my head down and my mouth shut. And it's, I don't, I don't know. It was very odd. You're like, I will say what I want, and all my listeners on my podcast will hear it. Well, I don't, I don't know. I, I just think, so, should we, should I just tell the story now that I don't work there anymore? Um, as long as you don't name names, I think you can. Okay. Yeah. So, there is a woman who is in management at my previous. Who lived in a shoe. (laughs) Who lived in a shoe. Sorry. I had to. She was in management, and she's actually from my hometown, which I thought was, like, so ironic. I thought it was going to be, like, the coolest thing ever. And this Yeah, company, like, you this, and I know where we come from. Like, yeah. you and we're in this place together. It's a little bit different than what we're used to. Also, it was always a dream of mine to work for that company. Mm-hmm. Like, because they... It, they're headquartered in my home state, and it just, I felt like it was going to be a little bit of home here in Utah for me, and when I went to college and I started studying um, corporate finance and international business, I was like, oh my god, I want to leave school and I want to work for this company. Don't meet your favorite celebrities in person because if they turn out to be an asshole, it like ruins. I was watching the movie Julie and Julia. Yeah, have you seen it? I, I've seen it on Netflix. That happens to her where like she, she like, makes, like lives her, idol. her whole life like does the blog and everything because she loves Julia Child oh, and then yeah. finds out that Julia Child doesn't like her and thinks that her blog's garbage. Yeah, and it's like that's oh. how I feel about this company now. It kind of turned out to be not good. And now I have this, like, really bad taste in my mouth about it. And it's just, I'm disappointed. Like, I'm sad. Well, and you know what the frustrating thing is? Is it was only one person's fault. Yeah. That's the That's the frustrating thing because you literally just got this bad taste in your mouth. Like, if I owned that company, I would be so frustrated. But yeah. that happens more often than then, you know, it should. And I would be so frustrated if it was my business that I was like, wait, you don't like us anymore because one fucking person? Yeah. But that is, that's the world we live in, man. There's People, a, your management is there was huge. A, yeah, and there was also a bunch of other random things that I, I found very, very strange, especially for the industry that I'm in. But anyway, I show up. And the woman who is in management, who's from my hometown, comes to me and she asks me how I'm settling into living in Utah because it's a very different place than where I'm from, you know? Like, I don't want to dive too crazy into something, but I wanted to keep it, like, kind of light and fun because Mm -hmm. whatever. So I tell her, I'm like, you know, I'm still adjusting, which is true. Yeah, I feel like that was the safest answer for me to give. I'm still adjusting. 
because it is such a different place than where I'm from. And But then I was like, but my son, he's two, and he is just out making friends, living his best life. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah? So I tell her this little story about how Milo made a friend at daycare. And I drop him off, and Milo's little friend at daycare comes running up, and he's so excited to see Milo, and he's, like, asking him to play and giving him a car or something, I don't know, being cute and kid-like. And then he looks at me, and the little boy says, I have two moms. And I'm just like, cool, dude. Like, good for you. And, uh... Moms are the best. Like, I'm just laughing it off because, you know, kids say the damnedest things. And the teacher looks at me and she's just like, oh, it's nothing weird or, like, whatever, sister wives or whatever. They're just lesbians. And I'm like, cool, dude. Like, go have fun. See you later. And, well, I, I tell this story because she asked um, about my son and how we were settling in. And I thought it would be a cute little funny story because kids saying crazy things is hilarious. Well, yeah, but, like, also, yeah, it's a little bit different that somebody had to point out that it wasn't a polygamous situation. Right. Like, where else in the United States of America... Nowhere. ...do you have to be like, FYI, they're not polygamous. <laughs> like, that's not, like... Oh, I'm sorry, I guess I didn't... I wasn't thinking... But I guess, but would it, okay, like who cares? I didn't care either way. Uh, Polygamist or lesbian moms. Whatever. Cool, man. Like, I just was laughing because this little kid ran up to me, was like holding Milo's hand, excited to play with him. I thought it was so cute. And then looks at me, says he has two moms, and then just runs away. Right. (laughs) Kids are freaking funny. And I don't care who you are, they're funny. And I thought it was funny. And she gets so offended. <clears throat> and I, and then she pulls me into the office, like you were talking about earlier. And she reprimands me for it. And tells me to keep my head down and my mouth shut. And that's the only way I'm going to get through living in Utah. You know, she's been here three years. And she just pretends like the culture here just doesn't exist. And she just ignores it. And I'm like, well, you know, like, I'm not somebody that can really do that. But if you're so offended that I talked about a story about a cute kid who has apparently two funny lesbian moms, because if his moms are funny, then he's funny. So I'm assuming comedy is just a thing in his household. Well, it's not like they are sitting here being like, don't tell anybody or whatever. Like, the kid's happy with how his life is. Like, that's great. He's living his best life. That's fine. Like, he's doing good. And I'm just like, if this kid's funny, then it's like, kids are funny. But like, if this kid's funny, then it's probably a reflection of his household. They're probably happy-go-lucky comedic people, you know, making jokes. And I'm like, she's sitting there, like, being offended by this story. And I'm like, sitting there thinking, I'm offended that you're offended. Like, if you think lesbians are offensive, then that's an issue that you have to deal with yourself. I personally don't think lesbians are offensive. That's just me. I just don't even really understand, like, her, like, the whole, the whole thing is just weird. But, like, again, I feel like she should have been reprimanded, like, from the top. Because in management situations, 
she should know better than to ask a question like, how are you adjusting to Utah culture? And then not liking the answer that you come up with. Don't ask the question. She didn't need to ask a question. There was no correct answer for that. And there was How are you adjusting to it? Wonderfully, I found my sister wives and my <laughs> husband. What? The culture? What do you mean? There's I, no culture. Me? I... There's well, no diversity. Why, or... I became Young Women's President just last week. Like, <laughs> I've started doing bake sales and... The culture, it's wonderful. I went to every single cookie party that I've been invited to. I've which just is a started fucking lie. I've just started drinking loads of hot cocoa instead of coffee. <laughs> like I quit drinking and now I just look around and if nobody's like me, I I I shun them. I shun them all. <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about? There was no right answer. There was, there was zero no. was, right answer for you. It I was, was a loaded question, it was, and it wasn't fair. It was set up for failure. Yeah. Absolutely. And that but, lady should have been fine. reprimanded for set it. Set me up for failure. I don't care. But um, another part, so later on that day, mm-hmm. she IMs me, right? After, like, I tell the story, and she, like, walks away. She sends me an instant messenger, which is, like, a like an inner work system it's yeah, called yeah, jabber yeah. but it's mm-hmm. like an instant messenger yeah and she's like hey if you ever want to chat about home i'm here let me know and i'm like okay well whatever like you're my boss i'm available if you need to say something whenever you feel that you need to say something like yeah. i'm your employee i will make myself available for you mm-hmm. so she calls me into the office and this is when she reprimands me and tells me to keep my head down and my mouth shut But the reason why she even came up to me and talked to me in the first place is because there was this horrific crime, apparently, like a a murder in our hometown that involved her family. She, uh, I guess, just wanted to remind me not to say anything about it, which I had no idea any of this happened. Yeah. Um... But I just thought it was kind of funny. I'm like, how conceited can you be to think that I'm going to come to work and talk about this horrific, tragic situation involving murder and drugs to everyone in the office? Like, you think I... I First of all, I don't know you. I don't remember right. you. You weren't in, like, the I didn't same, Google you. I didn't, yeah, I'm not obsessed with you. I'm not a stalker. Like, you went to school with my aunt, not me. I don't know you or, honestly, like, have any feelings about it. Like, I don't want to say, like, I don't care about you, but, like, you're I just don't not, know you. Yeah, you're just not relevant. You're not, yeah, you're Be- not. Beyond you being my boss and right. telling me what to do. There's no relevant connection. Yeah. And apparently, like, she went and, like, looked me up on Facebook and, like, asked a bunch of people back home about me before she hired me. And I didn't do that for her. Like, I- I'm not going to cyber stalk my potential boss. Well, just also, so you happens. you know what company you got hired. And that should be, it's the company that you're interested in, not your, right. not your superior in the company. So she pulls me into the office and she tells me, and she's like, oh, well, everyone knows about it, but nobody talks about it. And I'm just like, cool. Okay. Like, I wasn't going to talk about so it. So then if I started talking about it, people would be like, we don't talk about that. And you'd be like, okay. But it was just like, like 
What the fuck? First of all, I would never just like gossip about something like that. I would. It it was it's an I don't it, fucking gossip about. It. I want to gossip about it right now. Let's Google this shit. No, it was an awful, disgusting crime. Listen, like, it was awful. every crime that involves like, murder is awful and disgusting. But like, I'm not gonna sit around and like talk about something like that. So first of all, like I don't know. I felt very uncomfortable with the fact that she even thought that I would do something like that because that's like a huge assumption about my character. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I'm like, maybe get to know me before you just start assuming that I'm like this awful person who's just going to sit around and like talk about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like, I would never just like bring it up and be like, oh my God, you'll never believe what so-and-so's family did or mm-hmm. what happened to so-and-so it's like why the hell would I do that like that's like the most ridiculous thing mm-hmm. so yeah after she pulled me into the office talked to me about not saying anything so she she brought it up to me so she said something to me and then told me not to say anything about it which I didn't mm-hmm. I wasn't going to in the first place and I didn't know anything about it until she brought it up to me right and then yeah and it was fucking awkward yeah. Way awkward. Yeah. I would have just been like, um, I think you should just keep your head down and your mouth shut. <laughs> That's what I learned to do five minutes ago. So, yeah. You should also just do that. Just do it. Just keep your head down and, you know, pretend like nothing here exists and don't talk to anyone. That's how you live your best Utah life. That's how you're going to get through lesson. it. That's the lesson, yeah. That's that how you're going to get through she, it. You've been here for three years. You're my you're my Yoda. I'm just going to not talk to anybody because you are the end-all, be-all, knowledgeable Utah liver. She's the master of it. The master of... Disaster. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so excited to start my new position, though. Who doesn't love affordable wine crafted by indie winemakers being delivered directly to their door? We would love that. But just because we can't, thanks Utah, doesn't mean you have to miss out. We still want to share this incredible deal from NakedWines.com with you. NakedWines.com is a community of wine lovers just like us. By becoming a member, or as they like to call it, Angel, you help support independent winemakers from around the globe. Get to know the faces behind each bottle, influence decisions, and connect with like-minded wine drinkers. With the backing of over 100,000 wine drinkers and counting, passionate winemakers are given the opportunity to focus on what they do best, make top-quality wines, without having to worry about expensive sales and marketing costs. Everybody deserves fabulous wine at everyday prices. So use code MOMMYWINES50 at NakedWines.com backslash MOMMYWINES50 to get a huge discount on your first six bottles, normally retailing for $113, but with our code MOMMYWINES50, you'll get six bottles for only $34.99. Um, you're welcome. I wasn't ever expecting, like, I remember you asked me on the podcast if I would ever leave that company, and I was like, I could see myself working there forever. And here I am, 
taking, I was offered another position and I'm like, I'm going to take it. Mm-hmm. I, and it's like, it's a situation where at the previous company, I think I already said it, I was like a tiny fish in like an ocean. Mm-hmm. At this new company, I'm going to be like. A, a mid-sized fish. I'm going to be like a little carp in a pond. Not the biggest fish in there, but like people aren't trying to eat you. Right. I'm just gonna, yeah, it's gonna be better. You might die from like some sort of algae, maybe. But someone not, might catch me. But like other fish, they're not gonna eat you. Well, if I'm a carp and You're someone eat catches other me, ones. no, I don't think people eat carp, so they'll toss me back. That's right. <laughs> catch and release. Catch and release. Um. So you know, it's a funny thing. I feel like. I feel like this is probably just, like, a good end to this little podcast. Because I remember when you were, like, about ready to to do your interview for this new place. You were, like, kind of feeling down about it. And I said to you. Oh, yeah, I did call you. You called and you were, like, kind of bummed because you were saying, I didn't last very long there. Like, I'm feeling like, you know, should I have tried harder? da 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 And this was what I said, that, and it goes for, like, every situation in your life, whether it's a relationship or work or whatever. Never be embarrassed by the amount of time that you're in something before you, quote, unquote, give up on it. Yeah. It's not that you're giving up. It's that your length of time for you to put boundaries up shortens, right? So, like... Years and years ago, you would have stuck through it. You would have stuck with it. You would have tried harder because I don't want to. It was only, you know, three months. My friend always calls me and she's like, yeah, another relationship didn't work out. And she's like, I just, I, I don't know what's going on. Like, why, why can't I stay in these relationships? Why do I always break up with them? I said, because you're not willing to put up with the shit. Yeah. You know what you deserve. You know how you want your life to be. And you're creating, it's taking you less time to see that that isn't a good fit for your life. And that's growth. And that's a good thing. It's a good thing for you to not have to take two years to realize that you're in a relationship that you don't want to be in. It shouldn't take you, you know, six months to realize that you're not enjoying your job. Yeah. If you are spending eight hours a day somewhere and you are miserable, get the fuck out out you could die tomorrow and did you want to spend the day before you died eight hours with some fucking bitch that's like got it out for you for some reason yeah why like I said put up with bullshit if they're paying you enough that when you're not working you're able to live the life you want to live otherwise get the fuck out of there life is too fucking short to hate what you're doing yeah life is too short to be around people that don't support you that don't love you that don't make you feel good if you're in a relationship with somebody that doesn't make you feel like you're you know a hundred percent get the fuck out now am i saying that you should give up when times get hard no if they have redeeming qualities work through it but fucking work through it don't just sit there and bitch about it or leave leave the job leave the relationship leave the friendships it doesn't matter at the end of the day if you had one week to live would you even walk into that place if somebody said you're gonna die in one week would you go to work for the next five days no not that place no. no of course not of course not so you have to say to yourself 
Now, I'm not saying, like, quit your job and, you know, go backpacking through Europe, but you have to say to yourself... Really, though? Well, Is you, that what you're not saying? I'm saying don't do that. Really? I'm saying because you have a two-year-old. <laughs> oh, right. I, I mean, whatever, right? But <laughs> you just have to... You just... it's There's nothing wrong with your time frame of knowing the bullshit you're not going to put up with in your life getting shorter. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's not a bad thing to be in a relationship, to try it out for two months and then go, this isn't going to work for me and get out of it and try another relationship and have it last one month and say, this isn't going to work for me. You're not guy hopping. You're saying, I sense now what it is that I want and I see that you don't fit it. Thank you very much for your time. I'll see you later. I'll I, walk you out as I'll the walk bachelor you out. says. <laughs> do you know, um, I'll walk you out. Do you know what? It's an interesting thing to me when it comes to jobs is that everybody always goes, I'm going in for an interview, and they're acting like they're the ones that have to impress the company. But when you go in for an interview, you should be interviewing them as well. Yeah. You need to interview them to see how they will work for your life, not just how you will work for their company. How is that company going to work for you? I kind of did that with this one. And I think that that's great. I think you have to go into it and say, I'm about to spend eight hours of my life here. What's that going to look like for me? And if it doesn't fucking work for you after a week and you're like, I don't see myself wanting to be here for the next 10 years. Why am I going to climb a ladder that I don't want to stay? When you get to the top of the ladder that you're like, I did it. I worked hard. I hate it. I hated every fucking step. The view from up here still sucks. It hasn't gotten better. You know what? There, um, I listen to a lot of uh, other podcasts and I also am a fan of like Bachelor Life. Well, there's a podcast out there from a previous Bachelorette and her new boyfriend Jason, he worked for the same company that I just left. Mm -hmm. And he said he spent so much of his time and his energy and he sacrificed so much. Ended up being like the VP of investments or something. Mm -hmm. Working out of Seattle. He relocated a bunch of times and he worked and he sacrificed his time and his friendships and his relationships and his family and all of these things to get to the top because he thought that was what was going to make him happy. And then he realized that the entire time he was doing that, he was miserable. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so ironic that, like, he said that. Because it was right around the same time I was like, I don't want to be here anymore, but I've been here so little time. I feel I felt like I couldn't give up on it. Because right. I, w- I felt like... A failure. That means that you failed. But it. But that's what I'm saying. It doesn't mean that you failed. Right. It means that you realized that it wasn't a good fit for you. Your interview process wasn't thorough, thorough enough. It wasn't a good fit for you. And you realized that sooner rather than later. Yeah. And the thing is, is he goes, oh, yeah, I got to the top. What makes you think that if a company that treats their lowest paying employees shitty is going to treat its other employees better? Yeah. At the end of the day... I don't care who you are. There's no reason to treat anybody badly. Every every single every single job is important or they wouldn't have the opening. Right. If they didn't need it filled, they wouldn't have an opening for that job. And if they didn't ever fill that opening, 
then nothing that the whole thing wouldn't work it's like you know when we say like how come we can't just kill all ants i wish ants were just obliterated from the earth i just wish we didn't have ants (laughs) that would fucking ruin everything probably it would ruin fucking everything somehow somewhere ants do something that make our whole fucking world turn yeah and so the thing is I don't know what they do but I don't know what something. they do either but they're there for a reason and and there's something to that and and so the whole thing would come down come tumbling down if you weren't working there if nobody came and and took out the garbages if they no one took out the garbages ever the place would turn into the city dump Right. And that is an important job, and they fill that job, and they make sure that they have somebody that shows up every fucking night and takes all the garbages out and cleans all the doors and, you know, does all the stuff, dusts all the things, and if that person didn't come there, that place would fall to pieces. Yeah. And so, I am sorry, but everybody is relevant, and if you treat the garbage person like shit, there is no reason to think that you wouldn't treat the very tippity top person like shit. Everybody should be treated quality. And if you notice that people are getting treated like shit down here, there's no reason to think that it's going to get any better once you get higher and the more time yeah. you spend. I just thought it was amazing when I was listening to that episode. I was actually listening to it at work. I'm sitting there in the same company that he just left feeling like the same way that he felt or like a relative way like he felt very similar and it just like was this realization and it's so funny because it's not like I went out and I was like applying for other jobs I though how I got the job I have now I ran into a woman who goes to the same nail salon as me and we were seated right next to each other when we were getting pedicures And she answered the phone, and I could tell that she was in the same industry as me. So we just got to talking about it, and we talked about her past, and we talked about my past, and the things that we've done in our careers, and where we want to go in the future. And we were just having, like, a good conversation. Sweetest lady. And she looks at me, and she says, you would be great with this person. I used to work for this guy, and he's the greatest guy ever. I love the team over there. He's been trying to get me to go over there, but she doesn't want to leave the company that she's with now because she's really loyal and they're good to her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you should just send him a resume or give him a call. Just see if he has anything open for you. Just to, you know, just to see because he's so great. Mm-hmm. And I did, and now I'm working for that company. And it's just so funny because I was starting to feel like so lost and so beaten down. Like I was on the verge of tears every single day. And I was so miserable driving there every single day. And I was so uncomfortable the entire time I was there. Mm -hmm. Every single day. And then I just meet this lady who she's like, you should just call this guy. Just see what he says. Yeah. Gives me a reference and a phone number and then like look at what happened. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was meant to be because I wasn't actively looking for another job. Right. But you know what? I think I think the the thing to take away from this though is that say you start at this new place and a weekend you're like this also sucks. Oh, don't say that. But if it does, that's okay too. It has it's no reflection on you the fact that you're like this 
this is not the place for me and I'm realizing that. Just like saying, okay, I got with another guy and he's reminding me of this shitty relationship I've been in. Are you going to be like, but it's only been a week. I'm going to just keep putting myself through it. Of course not. (laughs) If you notice the red flags, just get the fuck out. There's no time. There's no sense. If you're like, I'm not entirely sure if that was a red flag, see it out. And then when you realize that it is, it's time to go. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I don't think it means that you're unreliable. I don't think that it means that you're not professional or that you're not good at what you do. I don't think it has any bearing on like your work ethic. I think it has everything to do with you realizing that you know where you want to be, you know what kind of environment you want to spend eight hours of your day in. Yeah. And if that doesn't suit you and it doesn't fit, move on. And I don't I think that's high, bad. I high hopes though. I, I think, think it's, it's going to be good. I'm so excited about the program that we're going to be building. And I think it's going to be a really interesting atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. I think it'll be great. I'm excited. Me too. But yeah. Well, shit. Well, I think, uh, I mean, you've got other, you've got other uh, big news, and we'll get in on that on the next podcast episode, because we got a big one coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, big in. This has been a big week for you. Oh, yeah. Big week. Tired. Mentally and physically tired. Well, Emotionally tired. Yep. Just. Fucking life, man. Yeah. Nice. Coffee and uh, coffee over cardio and lorazepam. It's my Get diet. Get me through. That's my diet lately. <laughs> Get me through the day. Thanks, DoorDash. <laughs> for and keep- our sponsor, DoorDash <laughs> and keeping- the Pie Pizzeria. For keeping me alive hey. the past couple days. I hear you, man. I mm. hear you. Well, I'm excited to get into the next uh, subject here, so... uh, Let's end, yeah, let's end this one. Let's end this and freaking stay tuned for next week. Yeah. It's a big end. Peace out, mamas. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode and want to listen to more podcasts brought to you by the Mommy Wines Network, go check out themommywines.com and make sure to subscribe to our email newsletter. More projects are coming soon, and by subscribing, you'll be the first to know when they are released. Did you know that we have a Facebook group? Head over to Facebook and join for fun contests, giveaways, special deals, events, and more. A special thanks to our sponsors, Coffee Over Cardio and Anchor. And don't forget to leave a rating and review wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Until next Wine Wednesday, mamas, parent and drink responsibly.